0: Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host, and thank you for listening to today's podcast. We are going to talk about the painful behavior of conversation hijackers, those people that can't resist the urge to take over a conversation and make it their own. If you're new to the podcast series, I'd love for you to subscribe and even more to write a nice review for us on iTunes. We're building a a movement of motivated brief communicators. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the founder and managing director of the Reef Lab, where we help organizations master lean communication, learn how to be effective and efficient communicators across a whole variety of key moments where less is more. The point of this podcast is pretty straightforward, is to help you master this rare but very valuable skill, which is to be concise and clear. And it's an expectation in our world, but when it's not fulfilled, people get frustrated. So we're here to help you make a bigger impact by saying less. What is today's podcast about? It is about conversation hijacking. You know what this term is, and if you haven't heard it, I'll help you. It is the ugly reality that gets conversations off course. And... We've all been there, at work, at a party, social function, an event, that people are just terrible listeners. And you're in the middle of a conversation, and you're talking about something, and bam! The conversation just completely redirects. Somebody grabbed it and hijacked it, took it over, grabbed the keys, grabbed the wheel, and drove off. You're like, how did that happen? Well, we're going to talk about how that happened, and we're going to focus about how to fix it. But we're going to focus on how to fix it for you, not the people around you. And I'll tell you why in a second. Let me use an example just to kind of set us up here. Here's the scene, right? It's Monday morning. I heard this recently. It's kind of a painful story. But this woman um, comes back to work on Monday. And, um, you know, her coworker asks her, how how was your weekend? And she's like, oh, you know, I had the worst food poisoning because I went to this Chinese restaurant. And before you know, you know it. There is uh, the conversations about how the person doesn't like Chinese food and why there's better restaurant options than going to a Chinese restaurant. And this poor woman was just sort of like talking about how much pain she was in and this difficult thing. And, And clearly the person that she was talking to just didn't care and just hijacked the conversation. It really was about food poisoning and being sick, not about what this other person thought about Chinese food Chinese restaurants. That happens. And here, here's why it happens and how it happens. So for those who've read the book and gone through the courses, we have a term which we've used. I owe this to Sharon Alice, who's a consultant, a friend of mine, who shared it with me a number of years ago. And Sharon would explain something that called the, the elusive 600. And basically what this describes is the dynamic of people's inattention in the brain is processing at a rate of about 750 words per minute. The average human being can speak about 150 words per minute. So if you do the quick math, the brain is processing 600 extra words per minute. So I'm listening in a conversation, but my brain is processing four times faster than the person who's talking to me can speak. So if you go back to the story about food poisoning in the Chinese restaurant, well, what was happening? The elusive 600 of the person listening was all over the place. It's elusive. That's why they call it the elusive 600. So those 600 words are are, are all over the the place, and the person has a low attention span, so they're easily distracted. It's clearly a, a, a theme in the book. The need to be brief, but this person's talking, and she talks about food poisoning, and then she was at a Chinese restaurant. Well, that trigger word, Chinese restaurant, because the person wasn't really listening, triggered that person to want to talk about, oh, I don't like Chinese restaurants and I like Italian restaurants better or French restaurants. So the elusive 600, there's an opportunity for triggers in people's listening to, to hijack or to take over a conversation. And you see this all the time. And it is not okay, but it happens every day all around the world. And sometimes it could be unnoticeable. You'll wonder like, how did we get on this topic in a conversation? If you go back and you rewind the tape, you realize there probably was a conversation hijack earlier in the conversation and people just took it over. It can be unnoticeable. Sometimes it could feel abrupt. Um, You're talking to people that are really inattentive and cannot focus, can't pay attention. They can do this and it really can put the brakes on a conversation. In the case of of the food poisoning, it stopped being about food poisoning and it started being about the person talking about restaurant preference. It can create confusion. This happens a lot in meetings where people are not good listeners and the quality of their listeners affect the quality of the conversation. So conversations can meander all over the place and the end the end state is people get confused. You know, I've been in many meetings where, you know, it's like a little bit of like a pinball machine. You're just Rambling and bouncing all over the place and it's because all these trigger words are triggering people's elusive 600 to go in a million different directions and they don't focus So why are we talking about this now? Well, we're talking about it now because we're talking about something that you can improve on And the ten The tendency right now would be maybe do you think well? I know a lot of people around me that do this and that certainly is true, right? And if you feel like they have a problem with this You might want to send them the link to this podcast or tell them to read the book that could help to help help them focus and be more clear and more concise and more intentional. But for the sake of this podcast, let's focus on you and how you listen and the quality of your listening. Because in an instant, you can lose control and you can misdirect or redirect a conversation. And obviously, we don't want that to happen, right? Because we want to be able to practice some discipline here and the quality of our listening to not let us become a conversation hijacker. Well, what are some things that you can do to improve in this area? Well, the first thing is... Start noticing how often this happens, how easy it is for it to happen in a conversation. People have an elusive 600. People are highly inattentive, and it's easy for them to get distracted or to have a word or a comment distract them. Notice in yourself how easy and frequent this happens. I do this. I use some of my awareness in, in a day-to-day basis to just keep track of how easy and elusive people are in their listening and how they jump around and how they can change topics in an instant. Um, it's, it's pretty brutal. So noticing it will help. You can build this awareness that, hey, you know what? This actually happens quite a bit, way more than I thought. And it actually happens to you way, way more often than you, than you even realize. The second thing I would recommend is resist the urge. Well, what do I mean? I recently did a podcast and it's called Bite Your Tongue. And basically the overlap here is you'll have an urge. You'll be talking to somebody about, you know, food poisoning and you're like, I really don't care about food poisoning. I I really care. I want to talk about something totally different. There'll be an urge to do this. Resist it. Just bite your tongue. Don't say anything. It, as tempting as it might seem in that moment, just don't do it, okay? Because you might be doing it to your boss or you might be doing it to a customer You might be cutting people off and you don't even realize it. People do this all the time. You know, if you, if you look at like, there is a, you know, um, you know, there was a funny cartoon once and it was just, I I thought it was was hysterical. And the, and the, basically the, the cartoon says something like, Oh, I'm sorry. Did the middle of my sentence interrupt the beginning of yours? People do this and they interrupt each other all the time. It's, it's, it happens. So there's an urge to do this and it's, If you don't notice it, this tendency, you won't stop it. So that would be the second thing. And then finally, I I would say if this happens to you and you're, let's say you're not a conversation hijacker, you don't do this, but other people around you do, take back the conversation. And here's how you do it. Find your own trigger and pull the conversation back on course. So listen for words that might be in some way related to the topic that you want to talk about or that you were talking about. And then when, that, when you hear that word, use it and say, you know, it's interesting that you say the word, you know, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned um, vacation because, and then you bridge over to what you're talking about. So you find some type of a trigger word, and when you recognize and, and you acknowledge what a person was saying, they hear that as being that you're a good listener. Oh, it's interesting that you said that. And then their elusive 600 says, wow, you were actually listening to me. And then you, you pull the conversation back to what you were talking about. It's a bit of like payback, but it works. It works all the time as a way of maintaining control of a conversation if, in fact, the conversation got off track. And, and at the end of the day, you know, when, when a person is a conversation hijacker, it's a lack of respect. It's poor listening. And what we want to focus on is how can we improve the quality of our, of our listening so a couple of questions that you might want to ask yourself. Well, you know, are you a conversation hijacker? You know, you know, do you find small trigger trigger words irresistible in a conversation? The slightest word can trigger you to change the topic of a conversation. Um, and how often does your distractibility derail a conversation? Just ask yourself a few of those questions because... Let's focus on ourselves first before we start pointing the blame to other people. Yes, this is an ugly reality. Yes, this takes conversations off course. But the only way to improve it, the only way to change it is to focus on, you know, ourselves and on the quality of our, our own listening. And what is that? It's listening to understand. Certainly, we want to be doing that. It might be listening to respond, but responding to what the person's talking about, not listening to redirect, or listening to take control, or listening to derail—that that can be very, very devastating, and it can be really, distru- you know, disruptive. And certainly, if people start noticing that you do it, it can affect your reputation professionally. Just say.